Welcome to Goonies World, and welcome to 2023. Happy New Year. My name is Goonie, also known as Colin, and I am joined, as always, by Meanie, also known as Ryan. Hello, everybody. And our Game Master for tonight, Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean. Hello, everybody, and yes, I am the Game Master tonight, and we're going to kick off 2023 with GURPS. We are playing the third edition revised of GURPS. I don't have fourth edition, got nothing against it, just don't have it, and I don't think they're, like, too terribly different anyway. And not only GURPS, we're playing GURPS Vikings. I've been reading a lot of the Icelandic sagas and uh, getting into that stuff, so we decided we would try, try GURPS Vikings for a while. So... We might as well get started. Let us go back to the land of the ice and snow from the midnight sun where the hot springs flow. And we are in a violent age, friends. It's a sword age. It's an axe age. We're in the world of Midgard sometime in the Middle Ages in Norway. And our heroes are Thor Thorson, a powerful Viking warrior, and Umlaut Topnot. A Viking with a mystical nature who thinks that the gods talk to him. And uh, the two are foster brothers. They were raised in the hall of Thor's father, who served King Harold Fairhair as a tax collector. Uh, But now, they're both carls, or warriors, in the king's service. And uh, you guys are currently feasting with the king at the hall of the Jarl Hakon at Trondheim, where the king is visiting. You're a part of the king's entourage. Uh, but before we get too much further into the story, let's just hear a little bit more about your characters. We don't need to know every stat, but it's kind of fun to know maybe some of your advantages or disadvantages or quirks or something like that. And why don't we start with a guy who's got the most Viking-like name anyone could ever think of, Thor Thorson. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Thor. <gasps> yes, I will do that. I So, I thought that this name would be very very appropriate um, it seems so Viking that I could not you know not use it um, but um, yes he's very tall he's 6'2 which is quite tall and uh, built like a um, uh, you know fucking linebacker basically um, completely jacked um, long blonde hair um and uh, he's got, you know, obviously a, a Viking coat of honor, uh, but he's also got a bad temper. He's a bit of a glutton, as you might imagine, as well, um, being kind of not exactly in the nobility, but kind of, you know, um, he just likes to drink his meat and, and you know, eat his meat. But unfortunately, <clears throat> he, he does have... Uh, a fair number of quirks. He is afraid of a lot of things. He's afraid of heights. He's afraid of reindeer or just, you know, deer, survey species in general. Um, he's afraid of loud noises. He's afraid of fighting. And um, on top of all of these fears, he is incapable of admitting that he's afraid of anything. Um, so I thought that would be kind of a fun combination uh, to go with. He, um, he's got some uh, hardened leather armor and uh, some furs that he wears around, you know. And um, he uses, he does not <clears throat> use a shield. He just uh, carries around a massive two-handed sword. Um, 
and uh, yeah, so that's kind of uh, his deal. He he's good at some stuff. He's he's pretty good at, at unarmed fighting as mm-hmm. well. Um, and uh, so yeah, that is that is Thor. Okay, okay. And uh, Goonie, tell us a little bit about Umla Top Knot. Well, yes, uh, as you can tell, his by his last name, he does have the classic. Viking top knot. Um, he's got dark hair uh, and a beard, and he's not a big giant tank. He's uh, not quite as tall as Thor. He's and he's a bit more sinewy, um, but he is a fighter. He's just um, he he does have this sort of mystical side to him. And which kind of ties into one of his disadvantages, which is delusion major, uh, because he does see the world in terms of omens and signs from the gods, and most of the time he's just c- completely crazy. And um, but he does carry a shield. And a broadsword and a bow. And, um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much him. Okay, okay. Well, you're both, as I say, uh, in the uh, the hall of Jarl Hakon uh, in Trondheim. You know, the king, Harold Fairhair, he travels around, you know, and uh, just like English kings would, would go on. Uh, on progress to to keep their ex, their own expenses down, you know they just invite themselves to the to the uh, lands of a, a, a noble for a while, and that's exactly what King Harold Fairhair is doing. Uh, he's finally just recently started, you know, keeping his hair looking nice. They used to call him Harold Tanglehair because he swore an oath that he would not cut or manage his hair until he had conquered all of Norway. And he finally has. And so now his hair looks quite beautiful. He's older than you guys, though, and you had helped him in these wars of consolidation. Both of you served him. And like I say, Thor's father had served him as a, as a tax collector. But Thor's father's no longer with us, and Thor has inherited you know, his father's lands and revenues. And you're here with all the other Vikings in uh, King Harold's entourage feasting in the hall of Jarl Hakon and it's winter it's still winter outside which means it's dark a lot of the time you know you're pretty high up in the northern latitudes so it's only daylight for you know a little while each day but spring is coming the snows are melting in the lower lands and the ice is breaking up out on the sea, and pretty soon it'll get warm, and then it's time to go raiding. But, you know, during the winter months, a lot of times you don't have a heck of a lot to do other than occasionally go out and beat up fins and take taxes from them and things like that. But you're in here at this great feast, and there's dozens and dozens of your fellow carls, which is what we call the warriors who serve the king, in here, and the firelight's glowing on the, the dark timber, and there's smoke, the smell of smoke and red meat on the bone, a lot of mutton being passed around, and everybody's drinking meat out of, you know, great big horns. And it's very warm in here, even though it's cold outside. 
and there's a girl who you know, Thor. You know that she's a little bit fond of you. Her name is Carrie, and she's got the classic, you know, braids and uh, woolen dress. And these girls are serving a lot of meat, and she comes up and uh, sits on your lap, Thor, and pours mead for you. It's a clear sign of her interest in you. But she doesn't speak to you. She speaks, in fact, to your companion, Umlaut. She says, tell me, Umlaut, men say that you speak to the gods. Is that true? Yes, it is very true. Oh. I see, I hear their whispers, and I see their signs every day. Well, if you talk to the gods, I want you to ask them something for me. Will I be wed to Thor Thorson, or will I have to marry Thorolf Smooth Tooth? And she points at this guy who's sitting next to the king up on the high table, and he's a beardless guy, which is sort of shameful, because uh, that's obviously your fault if you can't grow a beard. It's some character flaw that you have. But uh, Thorolf Smooth Tooth is up there, and he's glaring over. He does not care at all for the fact that Carrie is sitting on your lap, Thor. He's got a brother who's sitting on the other side of the king. Uh, everybody calls him Ingve Hump because he's got a bit of a hump back. But those two are brothers. And uh, Thorolf is glaring over you. He doesn't like that she's sitting on your lap. He says, but tell me, Umlaut, what do the gods tell you? Who will I marry? Will it be Thorolf Smoothtooth or will it be Thor Thorson? And she gazes at you adoringly, Thor. I will have to wait and see and await my message from the gods to know. They have not yet told me, but I will keep an eye out and keep my ears open for any signs to tell me. What do you think, Thor? Do you think I will wed you someday? Do you think that you will get the permission of the king? For as you know, I am his cousin and I must have his permission but I'm afraid that Thorolf Smoothtooth wants me for himself. Well, I don't like the way that Thorolf is glaring down here at me. I don't like it either. He's just jealous of your manly strength and your full, beautiful, blonde beard. And she strokes your beard a little bit. Because Viking women, are they're not modest. They'll be pretty forward. They'll go after what they want. Well, um... I'm af- I'm afraid this might anger this might anger him. I don't know though. Well, you look. I don't want to make anybody angry. Well, you look up and you don't know if he's angry or not, but he's looking at you slyly. And of course, this is across the room. But you see, they're all smooth tooth. He's now like leaning over and he's whispering in King Harold's ear and uh, looking over at you. And meanwhile, there's a flutter of wings up ahead and some people look up and there's actually a couple of ravens have flown in here like two ravens and they come and they land on the <gasps> they land on the rafters not too far right above you guys it's an omen from Odin the Allfather <gasps> is this the answer you're looking for I'm not sh- quite sure yet we must observe them well, as I say, they, what, what, they, they, uh, they, what, they're on the rafters, not too far away from you guys. They're, like, above you. Um, okay. Yeah. And ravens generally don't travel in, in pairs. But 
Yeah, you make of this could be a sign. Yeah, make of that what you will. And those of you who know your Norse mythology can make whatever uh, inferences that you will. But we won't lecture you about Norse mythology right now. But soon, the king stands up and he raises his hands. He says, "Silence!" And the hall falls still. You can just hear the the crackling of the fire. He says, "I have to take a piss." Thorson, and you, Topknot, outside. Well, okay. You will be my piss companions. Come along now, Thor. (laughs) Do not keep him waiting. The king's... Do not be afraid. The king's piss waits for no man. (laughs) I was going to make a joke about being afraid of the reindeer in his pants. (laughs) Well, well, he does does have a reindeer in his pants. You know, that's, that's how he became king. But... No, but uh, as you're walking out, you you kind of have to follow him out. I mean, it could be a sign of great favor, right? You know, it's like a could be some Lyndon Johnson style bathroom diplomacy. You know, he was famous for talking over serious issues while taking a piss. But and he's liked to whip his dick out a lot. I heard as well. Well, he may have, he may have, but regular old uh, uh, Louis C.K. Eh? Yeah, and uh, let's hope that that King Harold Fairhair is a little more. Modest, but as you're walking out, and of course the the festivities kind of start back up, and as you're walking out, you see, you know, Thorolf Smoothtooth and his brother Ingve Hump. They're smirking at you like they, like they know something's up, and so you get out into the night, and like I say, the snow's kind of melting, but it just makes everything really muddy and wet and nasty, cold, you know. So it's like a lot of frozen mud, and. It's not like Trondheim is, you know, Byzantium or anything. It's all just a lot of timber construction. And uh, dancing in the skies above you, however, in the nice skies are the, the northern lights, which are quite beautiful. And uh, um, Umlaut, you can see actually the, the, the Valkyries rising up into the sky with the... Uh, the northern lights are like the light that's glinting off their armor and glowing off the armor of the Valkyries as they're taking spirits uh, to Valhalla. Of course, nobody else can see that, but that's certainly how you view it. And that's generally what people think of, you know, when they think of the northern lights. Although some people say it's the breath of the dead, people with a darker view. But King Harold <clears throat> sitting there in his great furs and he... He whips it out, and he gets a stream of steaming piss, you know, is turning the snow yellow, and he says, So! And he looks over at you, kind of sideways, Thor. He says, Seems to me that this winter you've drunk a lot of my mead, and you've eaten a lot of mutton. Can you deny it, Thor? Certainly more than your fair share. Would you deny it? I would not deny it, no. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know, you've done good service for me, as your father did before you. And, uh, you know, now that the wars of consolidation are over, what good are you? I mean, now that we've conquered the Oplanders and the Varmlanders and the men of Romsdal and the men of Fordain, what good are you now? What do you have to offer now, Thor? Can you tell me that? And he's still pissing. It's a long stream. He's had a ton of mead, and he's a little drunk. Well, I, um, I, I, that, you know, that is, that, that is a, a very good question. Mm. 
Yes. Well, I don't mean to wax philosophical on you, but that is a good question. What are you good for other than a other than an endless drain on my supplies here? And you, he says, looking over at you, um, loud. I'm told that you think that the uh, the Aesir, or the gods, speak to you, that you see signs and portents. Is that true? Yes, I see them all around me every day. Hmm. All around you every day. All right, well. I trust the gods, but I place more trust in this. And uh, he reaches down and grabs his genitalia and wiggles it a little bit. And says, now, it's time that both of you Stop lounging about my hall and do me some service. Now, obviously, in the summertime, you'll go raiding, as is tradition and as you've done before. But until then, Thor Thorson, you'll take up your father's old service for me. You're going to go into the mountains and you're going to collect some taxes from those fins. And be sure you get many seal skins and ermine skins and fox skins and bring them to me. It's my rightful tribute. And for each of the ten skins you collect, two each shall you have. That goes for both of you. No, in fact, I changed my mind. One each shall you have. That's what will. That's what your share shall be. So you'll leave upon tomorrow, and I want you back here before the full moon. And you bring as many skins out of those lazy layabout fins as you can. You understand? Yes, you have made yourself very clear. Well, yeah, I, I, I suppose we don't have a choice. That is, uh, that is fine with me, or... Oh, you uh, have a choice. You have a choice. There's no slaves in my kingdom. If you don't like it, you can gather up some men, find yourself a ship, and go off, live in Iceland, for all I care. But wouldn't it be more useful if I was to stay around and tell you... What the gods are saying? Well, what do the gods have to say about this right now? Well, I have not heard from them yet. Ah, I see. I see. Well, maybe they're not as talkative as you might like to imagine. Umlaut top not. Well, at any rate, I'm done. I've spoken. You will leave upon tomorrow. Let me know if you need any snowshoes or anything or skis. Gets still pretty snowy up there in the mountains. You know, you'll have to take the old winter trail, go through the forest, past the reindeer herds, up into the mountains to the villages of the Finns. And they're crafty. You know, they're liars. They hide things all the time. So you you do your best to get those skins from them. The more skins you bring me back here, the happier I'll be. You understand me? Yes. We'll get you many skins. Hmm. All right. We'll see if you're as good a man as your father was, Thor Thor's son. See if you deserve that name he gave you. We shall indeed see. Well, as you guys uh, walk back into the hall, you can see that Carrie is now sitting on Thorolf Smoothtooth's lap, but she doesn't look, like, super happy about it. She looks kind of glum about it. And, uh... She tries to get up off his lap, but he pulls her back down, and his brother Ingve Hump laughs, and a couple of the other Vikings around laugh. You guys want to want to do anything about that? <sighs> well, Thor isn't going to. Obviously, I mean, he's, <laughs> he, he's going to look over there and 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 look at her, look, try to catch her eye, and and 
make a face that, you know, a sad face <laughs> to express his disapproval uh, of what's going on. But no, he's not going to do anything. Okay. Well, it's probably good that you're, and I assume because you're just afraid of fighting, but uh, it's also good not to not to start open trouble, not without a formal challenge and then, you know, in, at what is right now the king's table. So... If you guys just want... To- I mean, he does have a bad temper, of course. So, you know, if there was something going on, like, you know, she was being hit right. or something like that, it might set him off. But, yeah, at the moment, it's just general shittiness. Yeah, at the moment, it's just general shittiness. Uh, but eventually, though, she does get up, and then um, all of his friends laugh at him because she kind of yanks her arm away from him. But then the king puts his hand on his shoulder and starts talking to him. And the king... Whispers in his ear, in uh, Thrall Smoothtooth's ear, and uh, Thrall Smoothtooth nods and looks quite satisfied and, and uh, looks over at you guys and gives you a smug look. You can't help but feel that Thrall Smoothtooth has, you know, engineered your departure to get you out of out of Trondheim this, for a while. This was a setup from the beginning. Well, so he as he as he looks over and gives us this sort of smug look. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna give him a smile and a <laughs> thumbs up. Give him a thumbs up. Okay. Well, in the Viking world, there's a terrible insult. No, I'm joking. We we have no idea what. It, <laughs> well, yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, it was pre. You know, we right. We don't know what's going on within Rome. Or, you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, in, in ancient Rome, the thumbs up was like the middle finger. But uh, we're just going to assume in, in the Viking world it means just exactly what you think it means. So, uh, uh, Carrie comes back over to where you guys are. She goes, I'm told that you'll be leaving. We have been run out of our own village. Well. Sent away on some meaningless errand because of influences yeah the king wants us to go to collect taxes well listen you serve the king well okay and and you bring back lots of skins so that you'll be granted lands and revenues and then my father Fane Forkbeard the king's cousin will talk to the king and the king will give me to you in marriage because I don't want I don't want to marry Thorolf Smoothtooth you promise we will get as many skins as we possibly can. Okay. And, uh, yes, and then the, uh, the ravens that you saw earlier fly out into the night. Uh, and that's where we'll go ahead and let the scene fade to black on, uh, on our Viking feasting hall. And so the next morning, uh, morning being, and again, there's only like several hours of daylight, you know, at this time of year. But quite early, when the sky is all purple, you guys uh, set off, and you've got all your stuff. You've got your furs. You've got your materials. You've got some snowshoes, but you don't need them yet. They're just on your back. And you're set off by a few of your friends, you know, pat you on the back and give you a final draft of mead before you went. But uh, you guys have a little bit of food with you in leather wallets, just some some dried meat. You can always try to go hunting later. And uh, you have water skins. And the day is crisp and cool. And you uh, leave Trondheim and take the trail up into the mountains. 
And soon you're walking through a forest of aspen and oak and hazel trees. And, of course, you can see a flock of puffins, like, uh, flying towards the coast. And you see lots of crows and ravens. And as you get to where the even the smokes of Trondheim are, are far in the distance behind you, and you're moving steadily upwards along switchback trails through the forest, uh, you can see there's lots of places where the bark is missing from the trees. And uh, why don't, uh, I, I believe one of you, I think it's uh, Umlaut, has a naturalist skill. Why don't you uh, roll a naturalist skill to see if you can figure out why the bark is missing from the trees like that. It's actually pretty easy, so I, I think we should give you a, a plus two on this. So really you would want to roll a, a 13 or less on three dice. Okay. Umlaut. Uh, 15. Well, you have no freaking clue why. Now, you guys are luck. Both of you have the luck advantage, I believe, which which uh, means that every hour of game time, you know, you get to roll three times. Whether you think that's important enough to use it on this is another story entirely. Well, metagamingly, I'm pretty sure I know what's going on, but I don't know, if, mm-hmm. I don't know whether Thor would. I don't know whether uh-huh. Thor would or not. But I don't think he would like it. Well, we will assume that you move on. And there's a place up ahead where there's quite a bit of, of undergrowth. And suddenly, lurching out from the undergrowth is this huge male reindeer that just comes charging right down towards you, right down the trail. You guys have startled it, you know what I mean? You didn't quite realize it. You know, the reindeer come up and they chew on the bark and they also rub their horns against it and stuff like that. And it comes charging down towards you guys. Uh, you're both going to have to dodge out of the way. So roll your your dodge uh, or less on three dice. I think one of you has an 11, I think, and the other one has a 9. Is that uh, correct? Yeah, Ryan, you would have a 9. I calculated that based on all your passive defenses. And uh, then Colin has an 11. Yes, and I rolled an 8. Okay. So did I. Oh, well, that's great, because you guys just barely, barely uh, go out of the way. The thing would have knocked you down. I hurt you pretty bad. Um, and then you can hear, you know, scattering uh, hoof beats in the rest of the forest as uh, the the female and baby reindeer. And then you see a little red light as Rudolph. No, I'm joking. Uh, as, uh, as the reindeer. But you startled these reindeer. But luckily, you weren't knocked down by them. But... Um, I have a feeling that because of your quirks that perhaps Thor is slightly more discombobulated by this event than than uh yeah well as soon as as soon as a reindeer appeared in his line of sight, he would have immediately screamed you know like a little girl like a high pitched little girl and, scream yeah. and then jumped you know out of the way and it for and it's only a coincidence that the reindeer happened to be charging in that direction anyway. That you know, he he would have jumped and dodged anyway. But you know, it's happened to work in his favor this time. Yeah, yeah, and it is lucky. But then you hear a laugh. There's an old man laughing, and you didn't notice this before. But up ahead, a little bit higher along the trail, there's this moss-covered rock, and there's an old man with an eye patch and a staff. He's wearing uh, white furs, like like of the white bear. What you guys call a white bear? It's a polar bear, and uh, he's got a long beard. But he's got that eye patch. He's laughing at you. Ha! 
Never have I seen such a bold warrior scream like a child at the sight of a reindeer. <laughs> well, well, I was going to ask what is so funny, One-Eyed Willie, but you've already, you've, already to- you've already told me. Yes, I find it incredibly amusing. I've been traveling for a while now. I say I'm so thirsty and I'm so hungry. Perhaps you mighty warriors would give me your food and drink. think that you might be some sort of message from the gods which god I am not sure but perhaps if this is some kind of test we must give him all of our food and drink and uh, Odin will smile upon us would the gods send a message in the form of a harmless old one-eyed man surely the gods will speak with thunder and lightning and loud noises well I was actually that would be very frightening (laughs) very very frightening (laughs) I was actually going to give you all of our food and drink if you were a message from the gods but you say that you are not so I guess you will not get anything I make no such declaration friend I merely say that if the gods were to send a messenger I feel they might they might send something a little more impressive than a simple old hungry and thirsty one eyed man oh and you hear stomach growl oh my mouth is so parched and dry well, you should have just let me think that you are a message from the gods. Well, you just really fucked up. I tell no man what to think. Every man is free. Every man under the sun is free. Except for the slaves that we capture from Byzantium and Gaul. Screw those guys. Well, I didn't think to write down um, any... Uh, rations on my character sheets, so I don't. I'm not even sure what I might have. Well, I mentioned you guys had some dried food in the wallet. You know, wallet of dried food. That oh, they, that's yeah, right. yeah. They gave you guys some. You have a little bit, but not a lot. I mean, nice. you don't. Have, you have barely enough for yourselves. I will. I am prepared to give you my drinking. Uh, what I have for drinking because I will find more to drink along the way in the form of reindeer piss reindeer piss hmm oh you want to never mind (laughs) well you see the reindeer like to eat the mushroom the sacred mushroom I call it Loki's mushroom and then but if we men were to drink the mushroom it would be toxic to us but once it has gone through the reindeer it is safe for us to consume in the form of piss it will give us visions mm-hmm. so I think we must get the reindeer piss drink it straight from the tap <laughs> <laughs> well it is funny that you would have these uh, reindeers eating l- l- Loki's, you called it Loki's mushroom, yes? 
Yes. Because that is what I call my penis. <laughs> and I have to piss right now. <laughs> and uh, Thor's just going to uh, whip it out and start taking a leak. Well, I cannot drink that, but I will gladly take your water skin, my you top-knotted my, my top friend. Yes, you may have my water skin. I will drink the reindeer piss. Well, he drinks greedily from the water skin. And now... Oh, I'm just a one-eyed man, and I'm so hungry. Perhaps you would give me your food as well. Well, I think I am being watched. I think I have no choice. There will be grave repercussions if I do not give you my food. You think much, perhaps too much, but I will gladly take your food. And he, he, he greedily gobbles the, the dried meats that you have. <clears throat> oh. What is your name, old man? Oh, I have no name. I'm so old I've forgotten it. But what brings you up here into the, the mountains? There's nothing up here but the villages of the Finns. Yes, we are headed to the Finns' villages. Mm. We must collect furs for our king. Oh, young King Tanglehair. That is an old title. He does. He is fair-haired now. Yes, he he got the brush. <laughs> you found the brush. Yes. You know, I once saw an elf maid brushing her hair on a mound. She was beautiful. I'm speaking, of course, oh. of the Alvar. The Alvar are what you guys call elves, you know. They're they're not like Tolkien-style elves, but more like, uh, you know, fairy-type people. Well, they s- live in Asgard, I heard. Yes, and they, they sometimes live in mounds here on our, in Midgard. But I saw her once. She was so beautiful. That was long ago, back before I traded my eye. But I must warn you, the Finns are great liars. They're deceivers. You must watch out for them. They cannot be trusted. I would not trust them any more than Loki. Oh, Loki. I trust no one. Loki. Loki. Well, if you are going to the village of the Finns, you must climb that cliff over there. Look, do you see it? And he points in that direction. And you guys look over there, and there is indeed a small cliff. It's not like a huge cliff, but the... uh, you know, the trail goes right to the bottom of it, and there's kind of a frozen waterfall. Not like a huge Niagara Falls, but like a little trickle. And uh, then you hear the fluttering of, of wings, and you turn around, and the old man's gone. Oh, you see there? You see? I am not crazy. The gods speak to us. Spirits. It must have been a test. Yes. It was a test. I know that I have failed. I mean, I have passed. You have failed. Uh, I surely passed because I gave him my food and water and you just pissed. (laughs) Well, I think... I I think perhaps if just one of us give him the food, then we both pass. So, okay, so it's... Yeah. We are paired... Well, don't, I don't want to be the one having to do all of the tests, though. Like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get the next one. Yes. Got the rain check or a snow check, whatever. 
Okay. Well, you guys will continue on. And I guess, yeah, uh, you know, the trail you do see, it does go right up to that cliff. You're going to have to climb up it. And uh, so both of you guys make... Like, go ahead. Sorry. I need to look for the reindeer to drink from. You know, well, the only reindeer you saw had run off earlier. But, you know, the fins are great... Uh, uh, herdsmen of reindeer you know the fins live with reindeer like the entire fin economy is based on reindeer so maybe uh maybe you can go up there perhaps they will have some livestock including some reindeer well first you've got to get up there so one of both of you make climbing rolls and I don't know man it looks pretty high I mean even though it's not like a huge cliff it looks like once you get up there it could be pretty high those of you who might be a little afraid of heights I'm concerned for but uh, there's no mechanical problem with it so let's make climbing rolls and see if we can't get up that, uh, that, that that small cliff I think I'd like to assess a plus two bonus because there's a lot of hand holds and it's not like it's a smooth sheer surface all right. With the um, oh, well, I got it with the bonus. Mm. Well, that's nice. That's nice. You almost slip once, but because of the good handholds, you make it up. And how about you, Thor Thorson? What's the uh, what's the bonus? Just plus two, just due to all the natural handholds and. Uh yeah, uh, that's going to be a ten. Okay, that's great because you know it would have been a. Uh, fall probably wouldn't have killed you, but it would have hurt pretty bad. And so, so far, so good throughout your journey. And you make it to the top of the cliff. And up here, there is a lot more snow. Not so much that you need to get out the the snowshoes, but the forest is thinned out up here on top of the cliff. And there's the there's like an ice-covered brook. Um, and you can see the land is sloping up and in the distance you can see mountains but there's quite a few mountain valleys and you know that the fins generally live in the mountain valleys they they, they herd reindeer but they also um, graze sheep up here and they, they've always resisted Norse influence you know over the mountains it's a place called Finnmark where a lot of the fins live and uh, you know it's, it's one thing to go sailing out in the summertime to go, uh, you know, raiding and looting in Brittany and Gaul and England and Ireland, but it's much, much quicker and easier to just go take things from the Finns. So you walk uh, looking for the trail up here, and finding the trail uh, can be a little tricky, uh, but uh, eventually you, you will find it if you can make a naturalist roll. And why don't you go ahead and do that? And if you don't have the skill, well, we'll worry about that if our friend with naturalist roll, Umlaut, fails it. Just because, you know, you want to look at the lay of the snow and see which, see where underneath it uh, that might be. Okay. Um, oh, well, I got right on it, 11. Okay, great. Yeah, well, you do find the trail. Because one of the cool things about GURBS is a lot of skills you can roll by default. Like, if you don't have the skill, you can roll it like your IQ minus two or three or something like that. But you do find the trail, and you move on higher up uh, into the snow. 
And eventually you do feel obliged to put your snowshoes on because, you know, you're, it's like it's two or three feet deep. And so you strap your snowshoes on, and that way you don't sink too far in. But after a while you hear the sound of, of beautiful singing, beautiful woman's voice singing up ahead. Could it be the elves? Drifting Could down. Could it be an elfin woman? And as you uh, move forward... Why don't you make a perception? Or, well, this is an IQ test. We call it perception. Uh, roll against your IQ to see what you can see and notice in here. Um, I got a four, which I think is a critical success. Okay. It is a critical success. Four, I think, is shit. considered a success, critical success. Yes, and even higher depending on what your skill level yeah. is. But, yeah, and yep. what would you say, uh, Ryan? I said Thor doesn't perceive. He doesn't shit. perceive shit. Yeah, and I think more properly this should be called a vision roll. I think, but uh, it's the same thing. Anyway, well, you got a critical success, and your your eyes just focus right in up ahead. There's something about the way there's a basically like a it looks like a great big mound of snow, but you realize it is like an old burial mound up here, and sitting on top of it, there's a girl. She's uh, got a cloak on, or a big heavy cloak, but under that she's wearing like a green woolen dress. She has long, black, beautiful hair, and she's combing her hair with a fine, beautiful silver comb. And uh, she's just absolutely beautiful. Do you want to... She doesn't see you or notice you guys yet. Do you want to sneak up on her or... Uh, go talk to her? Do you want to leave her alone? Or what do you want to do? Now, do you see this, Thor? Or is it just through my eyes? Well, that's a good what question. What are you talking about? That's a good question. But once he does point it out to you, you do see her, Thor. It's not just a vision. You know your friend sees a lot of things that aren't there. But this time, he's seeing a real girl sitting on that mound of snow. <gasps> I do see. Is the girl that the old man was speaking of, the elven girl, I believe. Or it could be a thin reindeer herder. Well, either way we will be in luck. (laughs) But she is very beautiful. And I want to... We we will sneak up upon her and we will force her to tell us which god she speaks for. If any god... Okay. And, we must and capture where the reindeer and where the reindeer are, so we can avoid them, <laughs> and or not avoid them. We do not want to avoid them. The reindeer piss. Well, you don't. Yes, but you, you will see the reindeer piss. Once you have sipped it, <laughs> you will know that it, it is very delicious in taste, and then you will have the visions from the mushrooms. Well. If you want to sneak up on her and uh, startle her, then go ahead and make a stealth skill roll. And if you don't have the stealth skill roll, it defaults to your dexterity minus five. I do have stealth. Yes. And I do not believe Thor is a stealthy individual, but he can certainly try it at his dex minus five. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I would have needed a seven and I got a 14. So. Okay, well, and uh, go ahead. We'll, we'll just see. What? We'll, what I'm trying to do is sneak up kind of behind her, if I can, and just bear hug her, you know, once I get close. 
Okay, well, unless you so make she a, doesn't try to like run away or anything. unless you make a critical success, I think that Thor's failure may have spoiled that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but if you had a critical Ugh. success, she might just notice him and not you. Yeah. Well, my uh, stealth is fourteen, so, so yeah, three or a four yeah, will be three or four. And I rolled a 13, but it's not a critical... Yeah, yeah, not a critical success. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, Thor Thor accidentally, you know, hits a hits a fir tree, and it's, uh, you know, the, le- the branches all shake, and the snow comes comes uh, sailing down, and... Uh, oh, you buffoon! And uh, she looks up and sees you guys, and... <gasps> and jumps up and runs and she's just running running away from you guys uh, up up the, up the mountain do you guys want to chase her I do yes let's go we have to capture her before she goes to another world okay well you know she's well I think Thor's gonna be inclined to follow the umlaut's lead yeah I would think so of course it's, it's really awkward running in these snowshoes right and she's just this 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 slight young lady and she's just almost seems to be like dancing over the top of the snow not supernaturally so but you know she seems to really know the terrain she's leaping from rocks to rocks and you guys kind of come after her slow there's really no w- way you can catch up with her unless your move is greater so what are your move scores again I have a six yeah as do I okay well this is one of those situations where the six point you know of the basic speed comes into play. So I think that maybe we got a 6.25 basic speed for Umlaut, but that's still not going to be quite enough. She's just that much quicker than you, and she disappears through uh, what, what almost looks like a, a wall of, of evergreen fir trees. But uh, as you guys get up to the, to the, the fir trees, you can actually hear... The sound of reindeer, and you can hear the bleeding of some sheep, and the sound of some some uh, uh, activity. There's there's obviously like a settlement or a village of some kind right on the other side of this this wall of fir trees, kind of hidden from from direct view. You think she's run to the village? Ah, she has led us to the reindeer. Thank you, Odin. Thank you. Give him your thanks. Um, uh, uh, yeah, thank you. Yes. He was kind enough to le- to send us his messenger and show us the way of the reindeer. Well, would you guys like to uh, go through the wall of fir trees and head into the village? Apprehensively. Apprehensively, okay. Well... You push through, and uh, you guys, there's some, there are about a dozen, like, low wooden huts with turf roofs, you know, um, snows on top of the roofs, but uh, they're obviously made of turf, and there are several men here. The girl that you chase, she's excitedly speaking to them and gesturing back, you know, and these guys are obviously Finns, all of them. This is a Finn village, and uh, they, uh, they turn and they look at you. 
couple of them, uh, one of them picks up an axe. There's a few of them with axes. Not like great big, huge, you know, battle axes, but hand axes. They're wearing furs, but they don't have, like, leather armor the way you guys do. And one of them puffs out his chest. He's got a black beard. He looks a little belligerent. And uh, he walks within a few feet of you guys with his chest kind of puffed up. He's got those three other men behind him. He says, I am the head man here. They call me Aino. What brings you here? Thor's going to, knowing that he is, you know, the knowing what what he looks like mm-hmm. anyway he's going to uh not menacingly but slowly draw his sword and and plant its point into the ground and and say we have been sent by king harold to collect taxes mm-hmm. he's a groan grumbly groan in his throat which is kind of echoed by the other men now I'll point out that there's a uh, quite a few reindeer here and uh, also some sheep and are they just like running around loose or are they like behind fences they're, they're not full on fences but they're like uh, uh, logs that are kind of stacked next to each other to create more of a, a visual barrier but they're not running around loose and they seem tame you know they have sleds that they they hook the reindeer up to and they in the uh, go traveling with them sometimes but they don't seem happy about taxes at all. But I know the headman shrugs his shoulders and he said, I would love to pay taxes to good King Harold Fairhair. But unfortunately, a troll came. And the troll carried all our skins away. Carried all our seal skins away. All our oh. ermine skins away. He's a terrible oh, no. troll. His name is Korhonen. And he lives in a cave on the fell called Halti. A fell is like a high and barren landscape. Yeah, so you can see there's no way that we can give you any furs. Sorry. That is most unfortunate. Oh, no. So you have no furs at all? No, no furs at all. Yeah, that terrible troll, Carhonen, he took them and took them to his cave up on Halti. So, of course, you'd have to go up under the under the fell and go looking in caves and look for Korhonen. He lives with his mother, who's a, a troll witch, in fact. Terrible. The mother of Korhonen is even worse than he is. No, if I were you, I would turn around and go back and tell your king, Harold Fairhair, that there's no taxes to be had here in Finnmark. Oh, yes, we'll just go right away. Yes, sir. Oh, I think you'd better. No, 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 no. I think I was joking. I think we are going to have a look around and see if you have any furs. You don't need to look around. My word is good. I'm as good a man as you. Or are you saying that you're a better man than me? I know, head man. Are you saying you're a better man than me? Only the gods know for sure who is the better man. Oh, you're saying that you know what the gods know? Yes, I do say that. I know more than anyone else what the gods say, because he, they speak directly to me. Oh. So you... But they, they speak in riddles. It is uh, up to my own interpretation what they say. Well, what about you, Blondie? He says, looking at you, Thor. You think you're a better man yeah, than I me? 
I thought we were just going to take this terrible news of the troll back to the king, but... No, you're a wise but now man. I'm suspicious that you are lying. Lying? Yes, oh, so now I'm the, a liar? The king would not believe your story, so why should we? Well, uh, you know what I say to people who call me a liar? They'll taste my axe, that's what... And, and, uh, well, it's certainly not worth fighting about. <laughs> well, it's a little late for that, friend, he says. And uh, now I think that uh, their move's actually slower than yours, though. So even though they've already got their axes out, uh, you guys can go first. And this is one of those situations where you are just a tiniest bit faster uh, umlaut than your buddy Thor. Now, if your weapon is not already out, you will have to... Ready your weapon. Okay, so... I will ready it. Okay, you will whip out your sword, and you can uh, kind of swing your shield around. We can call that, you know, getting sword and shield ready. Uh, uh, a ready action. And then, uh, of course, Thor, if you want to fight, though you may not want to, your weapon would also need to be readied. He did say... Didn't you say you... It kind of unsheathed Oh, it. yeah, you did. You did. Yep. Thank you for that reminder. Put the point in the ground. Yeah, it, we may consider it readied. What would you like to do? Well, um, I got to wait for Umlaut, I suppose, because he's got a higher basic speed. No, I mean, he's th- he readied his weapon is all he did. Yeah. Oh, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And luckily, um, you're using well, a two-handed sword and not axe. One of the first things I did was look it up, because the two-handed axes, you got to ready it every single time you use it by picking it up and hefting it. But with the sword, you don't have to do that. And swing that bad boy around. And, of course, Gerb's turns are like one second. So there's... Yeah. Ooh. So that's going to be an eight. Okay. Are you, are you attacking Aino, the headman? Yeah. Well, I figured they better, better attack that. Oh, yeah. If you're going to attack yeah. anybody, attack the headman, take him out, and then won't have to fight anybody else, hopefully. Okay. Well, he's going to try to dodge. He's got to dodge a six because his move is five, and he's got one passive defense from his first. But unfortunately, he rolls an eight and does not dodge it. <coughs> so you may go ahead and roll that big fat two-handed sword, fifteen strength damage. Yeah, mm. yeah. So that's going to be. I mean, ooh, it's got to be a lot, right? What do you get? Like that's going to be like two D plus three or four, right? Two D plus, plus five, I think no, it's just plus okay, two D plus four, um, which is a lot in Gerb's terms. Which is yeah, which I rolled an eight, so it's twelve. Oh boy, my god! Now he's gonna, he's got a damage resistance of one, <clears throat> but and and furthermore, that twelve is really, um, oh yeah, because you added the you already added the multiplier in there, right? Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, oh, well, I didn't add the swinging multiplier. I just added the. Well, it's the, so it the cutting 12. multiplier, so it's really 18, right? Times 1.5 for cutting damage. Yes, correct. Okay, Gerf's math, everybody. But it's good Gerf's math because the guy, okay, he just goes down. Like, I mean, I got to interpret this as, I mean, it's, uh, now you got to be pretty dead in Gerf's. You got to, like, down, like, pretty far below zero as it were but he's completely out of the fight this would have sliced him right to the middle he only had 10 hits that he could take <laughs> and he he took 17 altogether so he just goes 
down. And uh, that's what happens in the first. Now, the three guys who are behind him, you can just see their jaws drop. They're not so terrified they're not going to do anything. But one of them uh, swings his axe desperately at you, Thor. And uh, he gets a nine, so he's actually going to hit you if you don't dodge or parry it. Yeah, I'm going to attempt to dodge, and I believe... And you can use any active defense. So sometimes dodge is better, sometimes block, sometimes parry is better, but I think in your case... Well, I think parry is probably the best shot. I think it is for you. It's best to parry. And blocking is only possible with a shield, so... And uh, will we be successful? Go ahead. You knock his axe out of the way. And because you're the bigger guy and the bigger threat, the other one of the three, he attacks you. And he actually rolls a six, so he will hit you too. This time you would want to dodge. If I can. If you can. See, see, so move six, PD three, so what's that, nine? Yeah, you have a nine dodge. I went and added that up. Before we started, I rolled exactly nine. Nine. Well, that's good. So, I mean, you are uh, clearly, clearly a mighty warrior in their eyes. And there was one guy left who attacked Umlaut kind of half-heartedly, but actually, um, this would be like the worst—well, not quite the worst possible thing. But he got a six, a six, and a five, <laughs> which is a a critical failure uh, with his hand axe, a critical miss. And uh, he actually falls down. He actually falls down. He's overbalanced himself, and he's now prone, laying at your feet, Umlau. What do you do? Uh, I must take advantage of this. Uh, Send him to hell. Yeah, you can send him to hell, and... uh, yeah, he would have... You don't have a bonus to hit him, but he would have a serious penalty to his defense. So, his active defense, if he wanted to try it, he'd be at a minus three. But go ahead. I'll take a big sort of swing with my broadsword, but like a kind of a chopping swing. Okay. If I can do a swing from the, like, you know, vertical. Mm-hmm. From the top down and try to slice him in half. Um, so, let's see, my broadsword is 14, and I rolled a 7. Okay, well, you certainly hit him. He will try to do his job. I mean, he's, he's, he's got a minus 3 to it, right? He's only got a 6 anyway. I mean, he's got to make a critical success, which he does not do, so you will go ahead and roll your, your damage for your broadsword. Oh, that's going to be eight damage. Okay, well, you rolled an eight, and so we're going to multiply that by 0.5 for the cutting, so it's really going to be 12 points of damage. And uh, he, too, is just hacked. You know, the blood blood runs on the snow. And uh, then the other two, the, the other two guys, they, they just they throw up their hands. They throw down their axes. And, oh, they're in here. They're in here. The skins are in here. This way. This way. Of course, the people have uh, have you know mostly rushed off, and the 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 reindeer are all nervous now, and the sheep because of all the you know the smell of blood is making them nervous, and uh, um, 
one of the reindeers is so nervous that he he pees. This is like a stream of reindeer pee. Do you want to run over to the reindeer that's yes, peeing? Yes. Okay. Well, I well, must. Well, somebody's gonna have to hold the reindeer still, though. I mean, it's it's hard to. How are you gonna drink reindeer pee? You know. Thor, hold it steady. I will get under his member and drink. I'll fill up my skin with it. No, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get these the skins from. No, from, no you from you got you. You go and hold the reindeer. No, no, yeah, no you'll be fine. You don't need me. I just go get the skins to take them back to the king. You're not afraid of reindeer, are you? <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah, but I, we have a mission to do, and the mission does not involve drinking piss. It's part of the overall mission. Trust me, the gods Look, want his this. Stream, his stream is, is, is waning already. He's oh. almost, he's done. Yeah, unfortunately, you've missed your opportunity. The, you know, the reindeer don't piss forever. Uh, but the 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 fins are looking, you know, oh, at this. They're looking uh, like they think this is a strange situation, certainly. But they're also, you know, still in shock, and they'll be mourning for their leader. I know. Uh, but in one of the huts, they do have their their collection of furs. And you're able to uh, you're able to get uh, uh, actually there's ten seal furs and there's twelve ermine furs and ten fox skins. That's a lot to carry though. That's that's pretty heavy. And uh, you realize you're going to need some kind of sled, either push or commandeer a reindeer from these guys. Uh, what do you want to do? They look like they'd be happy just to get you out of their village. We um, can we, could we borrow a, a reindeer and a sled to, t- to, to carry these back to the king? Uh, we, don't ask, we don't ask their permission. They are filthy fins. Remember oh, that. Yeah, 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 sorry. We demand to be given a reindeer to take these skins on a sled back to the king. Just take it, take it and go. And then the girl who came up here and warned those guys, you know, that you were coming. She goes, yes, just take it, you filthy Norse. And she comes in and spits in your face. Gets a little spit on both of you. And yes. You can commandeer the, the sled. Throw the, they're throwing all the, they're hatefully throwing the, the furs on the sled. And you, they get like an old, sick reindeer. You know, this reindeer is not long for this world, but that's the one they, well, they give you. Well, they maybe have... This reindeer might have uh, leaky platter. So you take <laughs> your incontinent reindeer. Take your incontinent reindeer and your ill-gotten taxes uh, for King Harold, and you uh, you head back to Trondheim. And luckily for you, the journey back is uneventful. Although we probably shouldn't ask too many questions about how you get the reindeer and the sled down that cliff. Uh, but you get back to Jarl Hakon's Hall there in Trondheim, and, you know, the king accepts the skins, but he's grumpy about it, and he's he shaking his head like he thought there would be a lot, lot more. And, uh, uh, Carrie comes up afterwards. Of course, we're compressing a lot of time here, but, uh, Carrie comes up afterwards, and she said, You know, the whole time you were gone, 
The king made me sit on Thorolf Smoothtooth's knee and pour mead for him while you're gone. You know, he bears you ill will. He's going to poison the king's mind against you. You know that, right? Well, he's not so bad. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to marry him, but he's, you know, he's all right. Uh, I think you're not seeing things clearly, Thor. This man is whispering. Or perhaps I just need to drink more reindeer piss. Uh, perhaps you I see things do. clearly like you. This man is speaking like a serpent into the ear of a king. He's poisoning him. His mind. Well, well, that is unfortunate, but I think the king knows that I am very loyal and a good, a good warrior. Well, we'll hope so. But uh, as uh, as Omlaut takes a nice big swig of reindeer pee and, and looks up into the sky against the shimmering northern lights, where the Valkyrie carry the spirits of the the slain to Valhalla, you do see two ravens on the wing, and you know that bad luck is in your future. And this is where we'll wrap up tonight's episode. And there we go. Alright. Oh, and before I forget, I do want to thank uh, Pound Sound UK and Svengbari for the music we've used in tonight's episode. And of course, our theme music is a little something Meanie tossed off into GarageBand a few years ago, and here it is. Hey, everybody. If you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world. And check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.